Welcome to the Mark Lesko Podcast, covering the sports and fitness world. All right, everyone, we're here for episode number one of the Mark Lesko Podcast in relation to football. I'm here with my boy Mike, Mike Presovich. We're here to uh, talk about this week's upcoming games. In this podcast, basically what we're going to do is we're going to cover upcoming games in college football and the NFL, uh, the big games that we that we think. So basically, I'm going to start with college football. First game being Penn State, Penn State and Villanova. Villanova is 3-0, Penn State's 3-0. The betting line that I saw, Mike, I don't know if you saw anything different, but Penn State is minus 29 right now. Yep. That's what I saw too. Um, should be a pretty easy game for Penn State, uh, but we but we'll see. Um, Mike, what do you think about this game? Yeah, well, uh, first, Mark, thanks for having me on. Excited to do this with you. Uh, I think it's a Absolutely. winnable game for Penn State, like you said right away. The line's twenty nine. Uh, just knowing that uh, shows right off the bat that Penn State shouldn't struggle with this team. That Penn State's coming off a big win. Uh, Villanova's uh, uh, FCS school, they don't play for the college football playoff. It's kind of a, a tune-up game for Penn State's big game with Indiana next week. Um, in terms of who they have, uh, Villanova's big up front. they got a big offensive line. Uh, their quarterback's a fifth-year senior as well as their running back. Uh, expect uh, they, they can score some points. They have one of the highest actually scoring offenses in college football FCS so far through three games, but... They're not going to do much against Penn State's defense. We know that. Um, we This is one of the games Penn State just tune up some things on special teams, improve their offense, get the starters out by the third quarter. So that's my thoughts on that. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I really think it's going to be, a like you said, a tune-up game for Penn State. Villanova, they've beaten teams like Bucknell, like Lehigh, I think. Like These are like... I, are they even like D one schools? So they are D one, but they're considered FCS. So it's like yeah. D one double A. Like, but you said, yeah, they have wins over Lehigh and Bucknell, who just have no business being on a Penn State <clears throat> like that team. And you'll see it. You'll see it in the size. They have a small quarterback who he's actually he's he he could play in the NFL, but he's he's like six feet tall. Like he's he's like a, a lot a lot of Drew Brees. But it's I, I'm it's one of those games where I feel like it'll be. 45-7, 42-0 Penn State. So. Okay, okay. Well, that, that bodes well for Penn State. Yeah, I, I think the only other spread that I saw, bigger spread that I saw this week, is Alabama. And they're minus 44.5. I think they're playing Southern Miss. Yeah, they. Uh, I just I don't agree with playing these teams this late in the season. Like, I understand that it's more for the Villanovas and Southern Misses to make money, but it's just like... Like I said, even in the Bama game, just play three quarters, get your starters some reps, and get them the heck out and let the backups play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are good points, Mike. I think Penn State's going to dominate, especially after a big whiteout win with Auburn. Um, that was a huge win. So I really think that, yeah, I, I, I think if I had to predict a score, I would say they put up at least 49 points, I yeah. would say. I don't know if Villanova is going to score, but, but we'll see. So on to the next game, which, for so like I said, we're basically going to pick the big games for the coming week. Pretty much always going to include Penn State because we are Penn State fans. Um, but the next game that we have is the big noon kickoff. Um, I guess you consider it a neutral site. It's Soldier Field in Chicago, uh, which Notre Dame is in Illinois, but it's still a neutral, uh, neutral site, which is cool for uh, week four of college football. Uh, Notre Dame is number 12. 
Wisconsin is number 18. The spread is minus five and a half. I believe that's for Wisconsin. Yep. And the over on that game is 46 and a half. So pretty high scoring. And like I said, it's a big noon kickoff. It's going to be at 12, 12 p.m. on Fox, which like uh, Garrett said on your podcast, Mike, like I wish some of these bigger games were not at noon. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I kind of I kind of like the big noon kickoff. But at the same time, well, there's a lot of weeks where they don't have these big games late at night, right. which is kind of what we're used to. So what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, uh, so like you said, the game's playing at Soldier Field. I can't wait. I'm not going to go to watch it, of course, because I'm going to be working the Penn State game, but it, it, it will be at noon. It'll be neat to see a college game anytime you get that in NFL stadium. But I was honestly shocked to see Wisconsin favored by that many points, considering Notre Dame is undefeated. One like They're, they're going to be pretty good this year. Um, and a couple things going. It's gonna, it's a battle of two good defenses. Of course, you know Kyle Hamilton, one of the best safeties in the country. I've heard you talk about on Notre Dame leads the Irish against Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, they've only given up 11.5 points through three games total uh, average. Uh, and we saw them against Penn State. We, could, we had trouble scoring there. But uh, it, it's going to be a tough game. One thing to watch is Notre Dame only has one returning offensive lineman from last year's team, and Wisconsin defense lineman is pretty, pretty senior-led, uh, so we'll, we'll have to see how that plays out. But um, just just off the top of the head, it, it kind of feels like it'll be a defensive battle back and forth, and uh, it's also a revenge game. Um, Notre Dame's quarterback, uh, Jack Cohn, used to be at Wisconsin. He transferred there, so it's that's going to be interesting to watch. In terms of prediction, uh, I, I think... I think I like Notre Dame to win this outright as an underdog. I think uh, with it, what they have going. Also, their coach, if they get this victory, he will break Newt Rockney's record at Notre Dame for the most wins wow. in yeah. school history. That's Brian Kelly. So I'm going with the Irish, and I think um, I think they they win in a 2017 game. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's a good that's a good prediction. Um, and yeah, that that's a great point with. Kyle Hamilton, who I actually forgot about, he, man, if you've watched Notre Dame games, dude, he's, yeah, he's fun to watch. He is all over the place. He's for sure a first-round pick. I would Absolutely. say what, like a top ten pick, probably. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, probably, and then probably top 10, fifteen. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. He's he's really good. And then with the spread, yeah, I was really surprised about that too, Mike. Like plus five and a half for Notre Dame. I mean, you know, you want to talk about like an easy uh, an easy betting pick? Yeah, I would say. Plus five and a half for Notre Dame, but and uh, truthfully, I'm not. I'm probably going to bet the game, and I'm probably just going to take the Notre Dame outright. I'm not yeah. going to mess around with five and a half because it's essentially when it with a small with a spread like this in a game. It if you pick the money line, you're going to win, and uh, you should be looking at value around plus two thirty, one eighty, close to there. Yeah, so. yeah, like th- that's a good point. I, I don't know. I don't know how Wisconsin is plus five and a half. I was I was surprised by that too. I'm trying to look up the the uh, money line right now, but yeah, like Mike said, I, I would probably take, if you want to do like a little parlay maybe, I don't know if it's possible for this game, but maybe like plus five and a half in the under, um, I'm not sure that that game is going to be 46 and a half over. Yeah, it'll be tough, just with the two defenses, but uh, Graham Mertz, as we, we saw him play against uh, Penn State, he struggled when it mattered most, and Notre Dame's defense is just as good as Penn State's at some spots. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the money line right now. It's plus one seventy five for Notre Dame. So, I mean, okay, yeah, and so yeah, it's like 
they're they're pretty equal, and I think I think they're getting those points because they're expecting a big Wisconsin tour to turn out. But like you said, it should on both ends it should be equal. So I'm I'm yeah. looking forward to a great game there. Yeah, and one thing that I'll be doing with this show too is be given a couple picks. So you can take that as the first pick. I think that's an easy pick. That's one that I'll definitely be taking. Um, is there anything else you want to say about that game, Mike? Uh, uh, yeah, Notre Dame's defense, actually, I kind of touched on this. They already have six takeaways through three games. And Graham Mertz, he's, he's a gunslinger, as we saw in the Penn State game. So be look be on the lookout for a, a Kyle Ham- Hamilton interception or a fumble. But uh, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, Kyle Hamilton, I think, is really going to dominate that game against yep. Wisconsin. I mean, he can literally cover the entire the entire field yeah. in like two seconds. So. He's fun to watch. He yeah. reminds me of a, a Troy Polamalu, honestly, out yep. there. He doesn't hit as hard, but he he's he's a little faster than Troy. Believe it or not, he, he's a big guy. How do you think? How do you think he would do in the NFL? Like, how, what kind of? I I almost feel like he would he would be better at a at a corner position in the NFL, but yeah, I think I think he's comparable to a guy like Minka Fitzpatrick or Jonathan Abram, who plays for the Raiders. Who, but I just think he's more talented than Abram, and he's more he's bigger than Minka, so you don't know what he could do. He could also be playing linebacker, outside linebacker, yeah. in some cases. Yeah, but that's that's the thing about the NFL, like you saw with Micah Parsons in the Dallas game, they moved him to DN, and he did fine there. So yeah. he's yeah. just a versatile player and fun to watch. Yep, for sure. All right, guys, we're going to move on to the next game, uh, which is Texas A&M and Arkansas. This is probably, I don't know, I would say either the biggest game or the second biggest game next to the Notre Dame game. Texas A&M is number seven. Arkansas is number 16. That's going to be in Arkansas. It's a 330 on CBS. Arkansas is a tough place to play, and thus far throughout this season, I've been impressed with Arkansas. The offense has been good. Um, the spread is minus five and a half for Texas A&M, which makes sense. Um, and the over is 48. For me, I, I would say uh, the spread on this, you might want to take Arkansas. You might want to take Arkansas plus five and a half because I, being at home and with the way their offense is performing, I think that might be a good pick too, like, uh, just like the Notre Dame game. Mike, do you think, do you think that spread is good for Texas A&M? Yeah, I think it fits perfect. I have actually the Aggies. I'll get right to it. I have the Aggies winning 24-17, even though we're going to see two of the best defenses in the SEC play. It's going to be close, uh, but I think A&M will prevail. A&M, outside of a quarterback right now, is probably one of the most talented rosters in all of college football, uh, believe it or not. But on the other side, K.J. Jefferson for Arkansas is playing great, and Arkansas has some solid corners, and uh, A&M's defense will have a tough challenge, but A&M's right on the uh, the cusp. They're right behind Penn State. They're on their heels, and they're, they're a team that needs to win. This is kind of like a preview of Penn State, Indiana next weekend, um, where like it's not you're not it's not one of the best teams in the SEC, but I mean, like you said, it's probably one of the games of the week. So I'm expecting the Aggies to win in a nail biter, and uh, we know our friend Garrett Garrett Starry will be rooting on his Aggies in that game. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, I was gonna say he's a he's a pretty big he's, and he's A&M already. Guy. He, I was with him last night. He's already stressed out about. He's trying to figure out how to get the Penn State game off and get that game on. But we're uh, we'll be rooting for the Aggies for Garrett, of course. Yeah. So one interesting thing that I saw in his story is uh, <clears throat> Penn State is six and A and M is seven. Yeah. So for him, it's like he's yeah, got he's two favorite the best teams in both worlds. But Penn State doesn't have to play Alabama. So that's good. And AM does. Yep, so we'll exactly. see. But we do play Ohio State later, but we'll talk about that in about a month. Yeah, I would say I would say that prediction, uh, twenty four to seventeen is a good one. Um, 
I think, like I said, I think it's possible that Arkansas does win this game, but Texas A&M is they're one of the best teams in the country right now, yeah, easily. No I think they're underrated as 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 Penn State is. I think they're both underrated teams. Um, one thing that I did want to kind of touch on, I should have covered this when we were talking about Penn State, but the like top twenty-five right now, Mike. I was looking at it, and there's only two teams in the NCAA right now that have two top twenty-five wins, and that's Alabama and Penn State. Wow. So yeah. yeah, so ahead of Penn State, you have Iowa. Who I don't think they've have they beaten they beat Iowa State yeah which is a ranked team yeah and uh, yeah no I don't I think that it's only like that because Iowa was ranked ahead of us to start the season I think in two weeks when when Iowa has to come here I'm sorry when we have to go to there I think that'll determine who it is and Iowa has no offense I'm not scared of Iowa uh, and that'll be interesting to see how it plays out yeah the environment there I think would be the biggest yeah. the biggest but thing the, to worry about the good there. thing is it, it's not going to be a night game. Nice that's good. Us. That's good. Yeah, that's good for Penn State. Absolutely. And then they have like Oklahoma and Oregon. Like I know, well, Oregon. I can see why they have them up there. The the pollsters have always respected Ohio State. Um, Oklahoma thus far, I think, has been pretty disappointing. What do you? Uh, what yeah, do you think? yeah. Uh, I think disappointing is the right word. Uh, they have a, an NFL, obviously. A, highly uh, talented Spencer Rattler as their quarterback. It was, yeah. yeah, I I think. I think Oregon, their their value in Oregon based on their win over Ohio State, which they should, they they beat them and that was a big win. They won outright as underdogs. Um, we'll we'll see how it plays out though. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just being a little biased with Penn State. I think they should be ranked a little higher, um, just being that they they've beaten two top twenty five teams and they were big wins in both of those games. So yeah, I think I, I think six is fitting. Just truthfully, I think that'd be a lot of pressure sitting four right now. Oh, yeah. I like being on the outside because yeah. usually that means when we play Iowa, we're probably going to be a slight underdog, which means if we win that game, then you, you have no choice but to bump us up. Yep, yep, true. Good point, good point. And then the last game that I wanted to cover, I think it's a sleeper game in terms of like entertainment and how close it could be is Nebraska versus Michigan State. Nebraska is unranked. They're coming off a big game against Oklahoma, which they lost, I believe, by a touchdown. Yeah. Um, yep. They easily could have won that game. I watched that game. It was it was a good game. Nebraska and Scott Frost, they really came out and played. They're playing Michigan State, who are number 20 in the country right now, which is another, I think, underrated team. They just beat up Miami. Um, the spread on that is Michigan State minus five, which is pretty close. The over on that is 51 and a half. Um, I just think it's it could be a pretty entertaining game, and Nebraska, again, it, it might be a good a good pick to take, Nebraska, because it could be a lot closer than people think. Yeah, so uh, what we have here is, uh, like you said, Nebraska uh, against Oklahoma, they looked good. They have an average offense, but their defense is like a top-five defense in the Big Ten. Um, Adrian Martinez is one of the best quarterbacks in college football right now from a numbers standpoint, but Michigan's... Um, D-line is probably up there with ours in Ohio State's in the Big Ten. Um, and Michigan State's actually ran for 791 yards in three games. And so that'll be something to keep an eye on. They first they forced four turnovers in their win last week over Miami. Um, and in this, I watched the Michigan State game, and uh, they are just, they're a good team. And not to discredit Nebraska, but I think Michigan, I think it's five. I think this is a nine to ten win for, I'll be opposite of you. I think Michigan State, uh, they're at home, correct? I think yes. I think they hold them off because okay. they were, they turned home. They just went on the road to Miami, 
one uh, down south to pick up the win. Now they have, they're, they're home after a big win. They're going to get a lot of people in there, East, East Lansing, and I think they're going to play good if they can just limit the turnovers. Okay. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I, 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 uh, I would if I had to make if I had to like put money on it, I would lean towards your pick. Yeah. With the Michigan State coming off the emotional Miami win and Nebraska coming off coming off of the uh, Oklahoma game, nearly winning. I, I think it's going to be close. But um, if I had to put money on, I'd probably I'd probably lean towards your pick. But yeah, that's that. Those are some good points yeah. for that game. Yeah, Michigan State has impressed me so far. So. It'll be fun to watch. Yeah. And like I said at the beginning of the show, uh, we're going to cover big games in college football and the NFL. The first uh, the first games for um, the NFL for for us that we saw, first game, Kansas City Chiefs versus the L.A. Chargers. It's at 1 p.m. KC is 1-1 one one coming off that heartbreaking loss to Baltimore. And the Chargers are 1-1 one one also. I believe they lost this week. The Chargers lost this week. So just some uh, quick stats. Um, KC is ninth in total offense in the league, and their defense is dead last right now. Um, the Chargers are fifth in total offense, and they're 14th in defense. So overall, I would say the Chargers are better team on paper. What do you think about this game? Yeah, uh, it's, it's a matchup of two AFC West teams, you know, uh, both coming off losses. Uh, the Chargers lost to Dallas, and the Chiefs lost, like you said, to the Ravens. Uh, and it's really a tough spot right now for the Chiefs to be in. They are, they just played in Maryland, and now they're tra- traveling cross-country to go to L.A. to play at SoFi in front, of, um, in front of the Chargers fans there in a division rivalry. And division rivalry games aren't always the easiest games to win in the NFL, no matter who you're playing. You know this is a Steelers fan, the Bengals. They even give you, like, the Steelers win, but they're close. Um, yeah. Going into the year, the Chiefs were... They were up there for Super Bowl contender, and I still think they're still there. Uh, they they could very well be 0-2 right now, though. They, they squeaked out a win against the Browns week one, and uh, the Chargers have a win against the football team, who I think is a bottom-10 team in the league. Uh, I think this is a get-right game for the Chiefs. I think they roll in there, and they feel the pressure of the, the teams around the division because you look at the Broncos, and they're even they're 2-0 right now. Who would have thought that? Um, but I think that I think the Chiefs win this, and I think they win this uh, by seven to eight points. I think it'll be a close game, but I, I I'm always going to pick Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid over any head coach and quarterback in the league, and not to uh, discredit anything that Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert are doing. But uh, Herbert threw two picks against a bad Dallas Cowboy defense. Well, I shouldn't say bad. Last year they were bad. I don't. We don't know what they are this year, but. Um, I like the Chiefs in the 35-28 game. Okay, okay. Yeah, I would say that's that, That's a pretty solid prediction. The Chargers are a good team. Uh, I actually had Justin Herbert as my fantasy quarterback last year after I drafted Lamar Jackson, yeah. and he was a beast. Now, he's he's a stud, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin Herbert is one of the better better young quarterbacks in the league for sure. But, yeah, I, I if I had to make a prediction, it would be around that, around that same score for that game too. Kansas City, I think, would, I think they might be one of the – more overrated teams in the league. What, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, uh, I think, I think, I don't think that they're overrated. I think people just have such high expectations for them because they know what they can do. Yeah, uh, I still think the Chiefs will be in the AFC Championship at the end of the year, but the AFC is just stacked beyond beyond measure. We'll we'll have to see how they play out because I mean that was um, Patrick Mahomes' first loss ever in the month of September in his career, which is insane. Um, and uh, he, uh, 
the Ravens we just saw, they just battled, and I think they needed to win that game to not fall to 0-2. Uh, so we should see. We're gonna a lot of good games, and this is gonna be one to one to one to kind of show if the Chiefs are bad or if the Chargers are good. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it. I think it's gonna be a great game. It's a close game, like Mike said. And at the end of the day, as much talent as Kansas City has, you really do have to go with them because yeah. they just have, like you said, Andy Reid and uh, Patrick Mahomes. That's that's something yeah. you got to pretty much go with no matter what. Um, so on to the next game that we thought was one of the bigger ones this week is Tampa Bay uh, versus the Rams. It's a 425 game, so just to give you some stats for these teams too, Tampa Bay is 2-0. Tom Brady threw five touchdowns last week, which is insane. That, that, that man is a machine. Uh, the Rams are 2-0. Tampa Bay is 12th in total offense, 22nd in total defense, and the Rams are 15th in total offense, 13th in defense. So pretty, pretty close. Uh, the Rams have a Pretty solid defense. Uh, I, I I don't know what they'll be able to do against Tampa Bay, but we'll see. This game is in uh, is in LA, so yeah. Uh, what we have here is a battle of two teams, two and zero. Uh, with the the Rams uh, have a win over the Bears, and they beat the Colts last week. While the uh, Buccaneers open up the season with the Cowboys, and then they handled the Falcons. Uh, two of the 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 better rosters on talent, or yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, talented rosters in the NFL, rosters on paper. Uh, in Sean McVay and the Rams, they brought over uh, um, Matt Stafford, and they've been playing okay right now. And we're going to see a great game. Um, I do think the Bucks have the advantage, like you said. You can never count out Tom Brady. Uh, the Bears are not a great team. The Rams controlled the game there and won, but they did struggle to, to beat the Colts, which I get. It's always hard to win an Indy there. Uh, I'm looking forward to a good game. Uh, somehow the it's on. It's in LA, but the Bucks are one and a half point underdogs. And I'll say right now, that's one of my picks for the week. I'm going to take the Bucks right there uh, outright because it is that small of a spread. You're not doing yourself any favor by doing the one point five. Just take them outright, get the plus points. Uh, or it might not even be plus points. It still might be minus one twenty. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But like you said, it's it's hard to go against Tom Brady. But I think we're gonna. There's going to be a lot of points in that game, and I think the Bucks move to three and zero. Okay, so you think the Bucks, you, you're taking the Bucks money line, Bucks mm-hmm. minus one and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. I, I do think the Bucks are going to win. I, a very interesting matchup, obviously, as always, would be Tom Brady versus Jalen Ramsey. I mean, Jalen Ramsey is a beast. If he, as you can remember, he was, I believe, the eighth overall pick in what 2014. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been a beast ever since he came into the league. Jalen Ramsey. No, he was actually fourth in six. The fourth pick in was 2016. He? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so he, he's he been a beast ever since he No, no, it. no, you're right. I'm sorry, he was eighth. He was, he eighth. was eighth. Yeah, because Dallas took Zeke at fourth, and I wanted Jalen Ramsey. I was freaking out. And that was 2014? 2016. 2016, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah so he... He's been a beast ever since he came into the league. I think he could give Tom Brady some trouble, but it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady can, you know, he, he can play with the team that, uh, you know, they picked up picked up 11 guys out yeah. of Walmart. He can make a team <laughs> exactly. out of that. So, exactly. It'll um, be fun to watch. Yep. Next game, uh, the Eagles versus the Cowboys. So one thing I want to do is I'm a Steelers fan. Mike's a Cowboys fan. Um, one thing I would like to do is cover a little bit of each of our teams each week also. Just so happens that Philly versus the Cowboys, which might be, I, it's it's Monday night. I, that's a big game. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia, I think is is 
not as good as the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are underrated. I think they're a very good team. I think they could be a very good team throughout the season. They have a lot of talent on their roster. Um, and then just, you know, kind of give you some stats for this game. Philly's 1-1. One one. Uh, they lost in a pretty weird game last week, 17-11 to 11, um, to, I believe, who did they play? The Niners? Yeah. And then the Cowboys are 1-1, one one, also had a big win this week. 56-yard um, field goal, right, Mike? Yeah, it was. Greg Zerline. Cash money. Great, great kick. So the Philadelphia Eagles are 14th in total defense. I'm sorry, 14th in total offense, 6th in total yards on defense. The Cowboys are 4th in total offense, so their their offense is ridiculous right it's now. Yeah. 27th in defense. So uh, your boy Micah, you know. Yeah, he. Uh, what's he doing? He's. It's not his fault. He's played great yeah. right now. He actually. He actually had 11 pressures in the game the other day, the first since 2019 as a rookie. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, it's going to be a heck of a game. Um, and going into the year, I thought the Eagles, I wasn't I wasn't really intimidated by them. I was like, they have Jalen Hurts. But from watching Jalen, the, the guy's a baller. He, he can run. He really hasn't shown that he can throw down the field. But this is a game he's going to be able to throw down the field. But it's going to be a back-and-forth shootout. Uh, Dallas is a four-point favorite right now, and I think that's fitting because uh, – I just Dallas is getting uh, their best pass rusher back in Randy Gregory to go with Micah. I think the Cowboys win this, and I think they win it. I think they win it by double digits. Quite frankly, it's their home opener. They haven't been home yet this year, and they started the game the year, and now they have an extra day of prep because they played last Sunday. Now they play Monday. They're going to be well rested after a big win on the road. So we're going to see how it plays out. But I'm predicting a 38-28 victory for Dallas. Okay, I I agree with you. I. I like Jalen Hurts. I like him a lot. If I was a Philly fan, I would be happy having Jalen Hurts as my quarterback. I mean, obviously there are some better options, but Philly has Jalen Hurts, and I, like I said, if if Jalen Hurts was the quarterback of the Steelers, I wouldn't be that upset about yeah. it. Um, I think he's solid, but I just don't think that they're going to be able to beat the Cowboys. Um, the Cowboys. I mean, if you put the Cowboys up next to my team, the Steelers, I think the Cowboys might win that game too. After what I saw last week, so yeah, it's it's going to be a, an interesting year to see how it plays out. And like I said, one game that um, I wasn't really going to cover in depth was Steelers versus the Bengals. Yeah, one o'clock game. Bengals are at the Steelers. I think the Steelers are going to win. The Bengals just are not. They're just not there yet no. to be beating a team like the Steelers. Yeah. So, just to cover that one last game. Um, did you want to say anything else about the Cowboys or the no? I want to talk about the Steelers game. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Like, they're no knock to Joe Burrow and Dak Taylor and Jamar Chase there, but they're not there. They're not on the Steelers level. The Steelers, the Steelers are one of the I think a, a top ten team in the NFL. But the thing that's going to limit them is their offense, uh, their defense. They need to get T.J. Watt back. I think he'll be back Sunday. But I don't see the Steelers losing two games in a row at Heinz Field, and let alone two. The, the spread is four, four and a half, but it feels like a, a twenty-three to six, thirty to ten win for the Steelers this weekend. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if the uh, Bengals are going to do that much on offense. The Steelers' defense is one of the best in the league. I'm not sure exactly where they rank, but um, they have a lot of talent on the roster. With the addition of uh, Melvin Ingram, who was actually on Hard Knocks last year, they did a couple pieces on him. He's a really good He's linebacker. Yeah. yeah, that the Steelers picked yeah. up. I was very happy about that. So, yeah, I don't think the Bengals do much on offense. I think the Steelers win by pretty much the same score that you yeah. said. So, 
see you, Mike. Then here at the end of the show, uh, you know, I'll be giving my picks, uh, my betting picks for you guys. Probably give you one or two picks, um, and then that'll be the end of the show. So, um, just one thing I forgot to mention um, with this show that kind of makes us unique is we were both journalism majors at Penn State. Uh, I I had a talk show uh, at Penn State for Com Radio, which is the radio station for the the entire university. Mike. Like I said, got his degree in journalism, and Mike, you, you can give a little bit of your resume. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm uh, the sports editor at the Lock Haven Express. Uh, we cover high school sports in Lock Haven, a little bit of Penn State, um, and uh, yeah, Mark and I we've known each other for a while, both both really in fitness and uh, in the in the sports and, and video games, of course, big NCAA football fans. But we'll uh, bring you some good content here in the football season. Yep. All right, Mike. Thanks for joining yeah, me, thank and you, uh, I'll, I'll get those picks out to you guys next. Alrighty, take it easy. Alright everyone, like I said, gonna be giving you guys some picks here. Uh, Sports gambling is something Mike and I both do. Pretty successful with it. So, just as a part of the show, uh, for all of my shows, sports related, I'll be giving you guys picks at the end of the of the episode. So, for the first pick, uh, I believe it was mentioned before by Mike, but this is one of my picks for sure. In the Tampa Bay and LA Rams game, it's a nice little parlay. I would go Bucks money line. And Bucks minus one and a half. And then for college, uh, I have another parlay for you guys that I think is definitely going to hit. It's the Notre Dame Wisconsin game. It's Notre Dame plus six and a half, and then the under uh, forty six and a half. So when you go into bet these, and like I said, parlay that that game too, that college game. That is a big noon kickoff. College game days there. Pretty big game. Pretty big game for this weekend. Uh, if you go if you go into your betting app, I use DraftKings. If you go into your betting app, and those lines, the plus six and a half and the under forty six and a half, are not on there, just go in there and just custom custom set it. Because no matter what, uh, you're gonna make a decent chunk of change on that one uh, if it hits, and I do think it will. So, so with my shows, my podcast, I always want to give you guys picks at the end of at the end of each show, get you guys some free money. Uh, these are backed by uh, a couple different people, a couple different, couple different experts in the sports gambling arena, as well as my own expertise and a couple other people that I'm close with. So uh, that's something you guys can look forward to at the end of every one of my shows. So I will see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in.